0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank. The bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And uh, folks, it's the first show of the new year. Uh, happy 2022 to All our friends uh, out there, we're looking uh, forward to another great year here at North Fulton uh, Business Radio, and we are just so grateful for you and all your support. You're the uh, folks that make it work for us, so thank you, and keep up the great work and uh, the business enterprises you're involved in. I just want to remind you that if you're looking for the best bank in Georgia, I've got a suggestion. It's Renaissance Bank. That's not my opinion. That's what Forbes magazine says. Uh, Well, I will say I love Renaissance Bank and I love them because of the great work that they do for uh, me and my clients. Uh, I think they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way. So if that sounds like something you want to check out, go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office. Some 200 around the South were ready to serve you and be in touch. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Richard Grove, and Richard is with Wall Control. Richard, welcome. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. Hey, it's great to have you. Yeah. Let's uh talk a little bit about you and Wall Control. How are you serving folks out there? Sounds good. Yeah. So uh Wall Control, we're a family owned and operated brand of
1: uh best in class, best selling wall mounted storage for pretty much any need from tools in the garage, to pots and pans in the kitchen, to the craft room. Any, anywhere you have an empty wall, you can put some wall control and optimize your space a little better.
0: And get organized. Exactly. I love it. Uh, so you, I think people are familiar with pegboards, that, I think what they call pegboards yeah. or what have yeah. you, right? I mean, the, and, but they're used to seeing pegboards in, in the auto shop, in the, uh, a wood shop. What have you, or someone's garage. Uh, it goes well beyond that in your world though, right? It
1: does, yes. And so we the way we started, um, we're if you go way back to the sixties, um, we're a tool and die uh, shop and sheet metal stamper. Mm. And so we just by nature of the messy, oily materials we work on, that press board, old pegboard just doesn't work well. It you get oil on it or any moisture and it warps it. You put any weight on it at all, the holes wear out, the hooks fall off, yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows, you know, pegboard's shortcomings. So we we created a metal uh, pegboard system for ourselves, for our own shop, and it worked really well. And in the early 2000s, um, we saw a lot of our kind of bread and butter work either going offshore, um, a lot of it was going to Mexico, and we we own none of that tooling. We, we run production for uh, tons of folks in the automotive industry aerospace industry, pretty much anywhere there's stamp sheet metal. We, we have done some sort of work in that space. So all that to say, someone would call and say, we need a, you know, we want our, all of our tools on a truck tomorrow. Sorry, we love you guys, but we gotta, we gotta send them offshore to save some money. So basically we realized we needed something that was never going to leave our shop and keep our, you know, our employees busy, um, tool makers working, um, you know, revenue coming in. So we Mm -hmm. were like this wall control things were, or we didn't know it was wall control at the time, but this metal pegboard system we've come up with works pretty well. So we took some time, we had some time, we refined it, built tooling, uh, pursued a patent, um, got the patent and spun up, uh, an entity around what had already worked for us. So, um, and, and began taking it to market.
0: And this was when in your, this was corporate history.
1: Yeah. So this was 2002, 2003. Wow. And then, but we were, you know, we're, we're a small business. So, you know, people were wearing a lot of different hats. And mm-hmm. so this was kind of a side project. It was sure. something you picked up when everything else was slow. So to get started, it wasn't like we just, you know, you know, had some like series A funding and you know, hit the ground <laughs> running. No, it was bootstrapped, you know, driving to Las Vegas to go to trade shows. Like it was, it was a lot of work. So um, I was working at the time I was still in college. Um, and my background is mechanical engineering. That's what I went to school for. Okay. And so I would help out in the summers and, you know, uh, winter breaks and whenever I could get back. And so, um, I graduated in, uh, 2007 and went to work for the department of defense as a mechanical engineer on for, uh, the C5 galaxy. Oh, wow. Um, and I, my plan was, I always wanted to go back and work for my family, but I needed to do something for, I I wanted some other experience. Um, And so it was an awesome, awesome job. I loved it. Would have kept doing it. It was really rewarding and just a lot of fun. Um, So I did that for a year and then wall control was it. We, we had a little warehouse. It was about uh, 2000, 3000 square feet and a warehouse employee was a, you know, did a great job. And basically my dad just, you know, handwriting orders. We were literally like writing UPS addresses on the labels. Mm -hmm. Like it was, you know, it was, I don't, it it was an order a week, maybe, you know, so that kind of thing. But, um, it was getting to the point where this was 2008. So again, the economy started to falter again, you know, with the housing market and all that. So it's like, It was a bad time to go to switch careers, but I felt like it was what I should do. Like I needed to do, I, I, I needed to do that for my family. I wanted to do that you know, took a pay cut to leave a nice engineering job to mm-hmm. go, you know, work on something that couldn't afford me kind of thing. So anyways, I came in and my, my dad and my granddad are brilliant tool and die makers mm-hmm. and, uh, great engineers themselves, but their expertise is not in taking something direct to consumer. You know, it's not building websites. It's not marketing. It's, it's none sure. of that. So, right. Um, that's where I was able to, and I really enjoy that. That's my favorite part of my job is that, that piece of it. So, I was able to come in and, um, you know, kind of start doing these things that we weren't executing very well on. And then we started seeing some, some really solid growth. So 2008, 2009, um, getting it up off the ground. And then 2010, I mean, we've really been growing ever since. So, um, we've gone from, you know, me and a guy in a warehouse to, uh, we've moved, I think wall control. I think it's three times we've moved. Well, technically if you count expanding, the second warehouse we were in. So it'd be four times. Mm-hmm. And now we're in, um, we're filling up every bit of a 55,000 square foot building. Wow. We're having a sublease space elsewhere with another partner of ours that actually we will probably have on the show hang time mm-hmm. store. They, they do custom printed wall control panels. There's all kind of stuff we can get into with that, but yeah, so we're renting some space from them. Um and you know, right around wall control alone uh, employing, you know, 50 to 60 people. So across the,
0: our manufacturing plant as well as our own warehouse. So. That's awesome, um you know there's a lesson in that i mean you you, you t- it sounds like you took the time to as you made that transition from two thousand and two when this kind of bubbled up right to two thousand eight nine and ten to really figure out um make mistakes right, right and, for and, sure. and and make mistakes with low risk yeah. Exactly. right. But, but figure out the market and figure out what made sense before you really rolled it out. Yeah, for sure. We didn't, you know, we, we
1: obviously made, I mean, we made mistakes. We, you know, spent money on things that never paid off that mm-hmm. just like everybody does, but we were careful to never, you know, we never went all in on something. We, you know, yeah. we, we weren't, you know, tried to borrow as little money as possible, especially to experiment with. So, mm-hmm. um, we, we tried to grow, not, I don't know if deliberately is the right word, but, uh, uh a sustainable growth. So, mm. you know, it you know, it you can definitely grow too fast. You know, there's um there's uh you know Tim Fulton he was on with the yeah. you know he does a great job with uh small business matters, but right he brought we were talking, he brought up a point that most businesses uh that go bankrupt had record sales the year prior. Wow. It's that, crazy statistics. So it is all that to say you don't wanna you can easily get ahead of your feet and get yourself in trouble. So um you know we we. Take all the growth we can get, but we we didn't want to over leverage ourselves to you know
0: put ourselves in a vulnerable place to for a long shot kind of thing. So. Sure, sure. Uh, Richard Grove is with us, folks. He is with Wall Control. Um, Richard, you. It sounds like to me. And this is a question, so correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like to me you really invented a lot of the markets or, or, um, uh, engineered, I'll use that word, uh, since you're, you guys are engineers, um, a lot of the markets that you're now selling to. Because when I think of pegboards, it now pegboards that are made of stainless steel, right? Um, I think of what everybody else thinks of shops and, uh, industrial uses and what have you, but you're now have expanded into other areas like exercise gyms or what have you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've really created demand there, right? For sure. And what, I mean, a lot of
1: what we do and the thing about, you know, our show that we're going to have with our guests is we want to be transparent and, you know, share some of our playbook and what we do that's worked for us. Maybe it helps other small businesses. Um, But yeah, so we, you know, we obviously started with tools, um, and then the, the the logical first place you want to try to sell it is into the garage, like we're talking about. Sure. But what we started seeing was, um, you know, our customers doing really creative things with it and putting in spaces that we really hadn't thought about, mm. like moving into. So, you know, everybody always says the customer is always right, and that's true. But it's a it means something different than what people usually assume. The customer is always right, but that doesn't mean they have to get a free meal where they're at because they complain. The customer is always right (laughs) because they'll tell you what they want. Right. And so we, we let them tell us what, you know, we try to pay close attention to it, still do as as to what they want. And then we take that a step further too. um, When we're trying to, you know, plan a new product or roll something out, we'll look at, you know, Google, Amazon search results. We'll see what people are looking for and see if we can place something in front of that. So, um, kind of reverse engineering, you know, your innovation. So there's a lot of stuff we thought was a good idea that Mm -hmm. flopped. And then there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff we thought this seems silly that tons of people were looking for. And there really wasn't a great solution for it. It's super niche, um, put something out there and it really did well for us. So yeah, we've seen, um, we've seen a lot of unique applications, uh, and have tried to learn from all of those and, you know, spin up, uh sister brands to wall control as well. So Jim Pegboard is another thing. So okay. um, we, you know, we we're looking to probably launch a jimpegboard.com website mm. this year just to really tailor it to people. So most people, um, and you know, all of our customers, fantastic. Some are like just really good at finding new applications for it. Um and then there's some folks, they really need to see it doing a thing first before they're gonna bite on it. So you could tell them all day long you can you know, it's for tools, yes, but you can hang pots and pans on it, too. And until that you're selling, you know, a, quote, kitchen kit, it just doesn't convert. So, um, right. you know, we want to try to meet the customer wherever they're at with, you know, whatever application they have a need for.
0: And how did those customers uh, that – how did they find you? I mean, because somebody that owns a gym, let's say, they're, they may not necessarily be looking online or wherever they were looking uh, in a place where they would see wall control back in the day when what you were basically doing were, were tool yeah, and sure. industrial, right? So how did they find you?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, well, we originally grew largely word of mouth as most, you know, startup brands with no budget sure. go. And that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my focus early on, and we, it's still obviously a huge point of focus is was on search engine optimization and, trying to be where people were searching for. So, you know, we would call, you know, if we just called our, our panels, panels, well, panels is way broad. Nobody's going to find it with that. So you got to really make it very specific to what they might be searching for. So, right. you know, how to hang my tools in the garage, how to store my pots in the kitchen, you know, things like this that you want to be in front. And so then we'd start trying to produce, um, like blog content that landed, you know, landed those search terms. Mm. Um, so really, our initial growth was from that. It was just from focusing on our website. We started there and um, it's funny cause my grandmother built our website. Um, she just, she loves, uh, this is my, my father's mom. So, Oh wow. She, Go grandma. Yeah. She, uh, she just loves learning. Like uh-huh. she really does. She just never wants to slow down. And so um, she, we were running off of that until um, I think like, I want to say like 2016. Like it was, we, we, I, wow. mean, I mean, homemade HTML, like nothing out of the box, <laughs> like total, total from scratch, but that's, you quickly realize that's not scalable. So especially with all the, you know, um, API plugins and stuff you can work with now. So, uh, we, uh, yeah. So all that to say, we focus on the website, built that out and then, um, focus with, you know, focus on building retail partners. Cause they have mm-hmm. a bigger audience than we do, you know, like Amazon Home Depot, Lowe's, mm-hmm. these these websites have massive traffic. So, sure. um, you know, focused on bringing value to them and their customers, um, getting in some of those places and we, all this stuff we still just layer on top of it and still do today. And then I, the, the most recent, um, piece of it, I think is just partnering with, we we call them our brand ambassadors and they're just our friends and partners that work with us that they have an audience of really, you know, dedicated followers that, um, they're, they'll share with them, you know, the benefits of wall control and, you know, what it can do. So, uh, again, that kind of full circles back to word of mouth a, a little bit, but that's kind of the three pronged approach I'd say that we've, we currently use. Um, we have some, some things up our sleeve for 2022, you know, some additional, uh, you know, market p- penetration we're looking to get into, um, potentially some, uh, additional brick and mortar. We don't really, we've never really focused on that. We are mm-hmm. much more, um, because there's so many options, so many colors, so many sizes, so many different accessories, everybody's application is going to be unique. It's always limited itself to an online, you know, endless quote endless aisle, um, get whatever you need kind of thing. So, but we've we've got data now for you know almost two decades now of what really sells well, what's what works for everybody in any room. So we're, we're going to be putting together, you know, our you know our bread and butter retail kit
0: um, here pretty soon and getting that launched. So we're excited about that. That's awesome. Richard Grove, folks, with wall control. So Richard, um, you let's, I guess, be clear on what you're offering, folks. Uh, uh, this is custom uh, in, in in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, you've got folks that are coming to you and saying, I've got this specific uh, area, a wall area that needs to be uh, covered. Uh, I want that uh, metal to be a certain color or, or have a certain design and you execute that. Right? Yeah.
1: it's So it's, it's, I'd say it's custom, but with standard stocked items. So yeah. everybody's space is custom, mm-hmm. but we were able to, the other thing too, um, we've really worked hard with our tooling and how we produce this to uh, drive down costs by being as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. And I also want to say, I can't believe I didn't say this before, but we're made in USA brand. I mean, it's probably obvious from the conversation earlier about metal stamping, but we manufacture all of this here in Atlanta. Um, but we've, we've spent over the years, considerable amount on tooling to make it efficiently. So, mm-hmm. and to standardize it. So basically you're looking at, it, it, it's almost like it's, a, if you think about it, it's a modular tiling system um, uh, with all kind of different accessories. Gotcha. The tiles are all the size they are, but you build out your area, however you need it, however big, however small, you know, you got, we have, um again there's more there's folks we want to have on the show. Fuller Moto, Brian Fuller, they're our neighbor right behind us. They do the caffeine and octane car show. Ah. he has the biggest wall control wall. I mean it is it is floor to ceiling, uh wall to wall, pro- I I forget how many panels. It maybe a thousand panels he's got. Our sixteen by thirty two is our standard size panel. Okay. Um so across his wall. You have that all the way down to, you know, we we make a little a little two and a half by sixteen inch strip that's perfect for hanging keys, dog leashes. Um, you know, there's a, a one of our great partners and brand ambassador, mother, daughter projects. They, uh, put together like a really, really cool little mudroom room set So, you know, you have from as big a space as you can think to as small a smallest space as
0: you can consider, mm. you know, putting wall storage, we got you covered. Oh, wow. Um, well, that makes sense. So, so people can take, uh, those pieces and put them together. And that's part of the fun of it. I would right, think, yeah, Right. Sure. People
1: love rearranging and, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's
0: almost, you know, it almost,
1: it, it literally
0: gets addicting
1: cause you, you know, you're, you, once you start playing around with it, you really see what you can do with it. You know, right. it's, it's hard, it's hard to explain. A lot of people get it, you know, right out of the gate, but a lot of people, you got to touch, feel it. You know, most people will order something they'll get, we have value kits that are, you know, it's bundled everybody loves these things. These are winners. And then as soon as you get that, you're like, oh man, I could use this and I could do that. I could go higher with, you know, and so that's kind of, it, it kind of grows
0: from there. So I love it. Uh, so folks, Richard has been teasing you and talk, uh, alluding to a new show, uh, which is coming. And uh, that show is, uh, We'll I'll let you uh, unveil it, Richard, but uh new show that uh, we're unveiling here on Business Radio X, tell everyone about that.
1: Yeah, so we're going to be launching uh, the Organization Conversation Radio Show. Um, we're really excited about it. Uh, looking forward to having on uh, all kind of different guests. So you know, we're we're obviously into organization. It'll be anything and everything organization, mm-hmm. um, even internal organization. So even you know, business structure things like that. So oh, wow, um, looking forward to having on a lot of really um, engaging guests. Uh, we want it to be we want it to be first, uh, listener focused. So we want it to bring value to them, be entertaining, uh, Mm -hmm. funny, you know, what we want people to enjoy listening to it. And then we, we also want to focus and bring value to our guests for sure. So, um, that that'll be our focus for, for the show. And it's really just, like I said, I, you know, I'm in operations. That's my day to day. That's the the main hat I wear. This is the fun stuff. This Mm -hmm. is the, this is what, you know, the, the relationship building, um, you know, kind of, you know, playing around on the radio. That's fun. So, um, that's what, that's the, that's going to be the point of the show. We, we're going to have our brand ambassador partners on, uh, some, some of our retail merchants, uh, uh, great employees we have. So yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a little, a little something different, um, every episode mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, we'll just kind of roll with it and see, see
0: where it goes. That's awesome. And, and so you're going to have a Feature a variety of your customers, right, and and sure. they'll be able to talk about the different ways they use your product. Exactly, yeah. So we'll yeah. have um, you
1: know, really creative people who uh, can give some really good insight and uh, ideas to the listener at large as to how you can use Wall Control. And the I should say too, John, we don't like the last thing we want is this is for this to be an infomercial for Wall Control. This show, you know, we want right. We want it to. Be, it's going to be laced throughout. Um, you know, the benefits, the how to's, um, we're going to be announcing early promotional, uh, campaigns that we're going to be running. So our listeners will get first crack at anything that's coming up. Um, but again, we want it, we want to make it about the listener and the guest. So, um, wall control is just here to support that. So, and that's kind of, you know, that's how we found success,
0: you know, thus far. So, right, right. Good things happen when you make it about other people. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, uh, talk about. I mean, you've done a lot of different marketed a lot of different ways. I mean, what what makes a podcast the the a a vehicle for reaching your customers and and uh, potential customers? I yeah. Mean, why a, why a podcast? Question. That's
1: a great question, John. Uh, What? what makes it unique to any other form of marketing, in my opinion, is that the conversational uh, nature of it, you Mm -hmm. can really dig into some, some things. There's, there's a lot of, you know, we have, you know, affordable, easy to install made in USA, all these bullet points on our website and you can read them till you're blue in the face and it's great. And you got to do all that. And that's, that's fantastic. But there's a lot of nuance you cannot get in text or in marketing material that Mm. there's a lot of um, content that can't be produced that way. So um, without the conversation, especially with your customers and, you know, the folks that you work with your brand ambassador network, your all, there's just so much there that can't be unpacked online in text form, or even in a YouTube video where, you know, I'm just talking to, I'm blue, blue in the face about the product. It's not engaging. Nobody's going to tune in to listen to that for 20 minutes. Um, and it's not even, it's not even that, uh, it's, it's not that it's disingenuous. It's just not organic. It's not, a conversation with somebody. So, right. um, we really see the benefit in, 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 all of that. So it gives us a way to talk about our product, what we do, um, in a way that just doesn't, doesn't resonate any other way.
0: Well, and that given the way you've built your business, that makes a lot of sense because you've, you've really been in two-way dialogue right. with, with your customers for years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you've learned from them and they've learned from you and and you've you've got that symbiotic relationship that's grown over time, uh, whereas a lot of companies they they're used to kind of one way a one way conversation what they want to tell the customer, but you've you've really been doing that for a while now. You've just taking it to a different format.
1: Yeah, it's really. I mean, if you go back like a thousand years, like how did merchants sell stuff? They went to things and you talked in the community. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that's what like we're used to to, to having, and you kind of get away from that with just like the sterile online, you know, or in store, whatever it is, uh, traditional marketing. So, um, you lose that conversation piece of it. And so I, we're excited because this, um, you know, speaks to that and, uh, you can just do a lot more with it, I think. So,
0: yeah, for sure. For sure. Richard Grove, uh, not only with wall control. See, I left that part out too. Uh I was teasing everyone too. That was good. You're better
1: at teasing than I am, John. I (laughs) was spilling the beans
0: like a minute in. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, Yeah, because I know everybody was wondering what you were talking about, and I think that's great. We keep them listening. But uh, Richard Grove, not only with wall control, but the host of a new show, Organization Conversation, uh, which uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with, I know. And um, we're actually going to hit the road. You want to tell everyone about that? Um, to, uh, workbench.com.
1: Yeah. So yeah, we'll be, um, there's a, a big show in Atlanta for that Our mostly our brand ambassador partners. They're all, you know, there's all kind of people that come, but it's a conference. Um, and we'll, we'll be, we're a sponsor of the conference. We'll have a booth there. And then John's coming with the business radio X, uh, radio in a booth and mm-hmm. we'll be interviewing a ton of our friends that we work with. Um, it's going to be a blast. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Again, these people are more interesting than I am, so they're fun to
0: listen to. So it'll be it'll be good. We're gonna have fun. That's For gonna sure. that's gonna be a lot of fun. So folks, if you're thinking about Workbench Con but you haven't committed, now you've got a reason to commit, right? Yeah. Because we're gonna have a lot of fun in, in that booth.
1: Absolutely, and it's a it's a great. I don't know anybody who's you know been whether it be um, from the brand perspective or uh, you know the attendees who haven't gotten value out of it. So I know it's been. It's been good for us here over the years. It's right here in our backyard, so it's a hard one to miss for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Richard, this has been great, and we're, uh, we're looking forward to uh, continued growth from Wall Control and the, uh, continued reports from on that front and also the new show. So we're yeah, excited sure. about that. Um, for those uh, that would like to be in touch, would like to know more about Wall Control, tell them how they can be in touch.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously wallcontrol.com is going to be – your, your best bet, uh, for kind of getting a feel for the brand. Um, I can be reached directly, um, at Richard at organization conversation.com, um, on Twitter, Mr. Wall Storage. Um, so yeah, any of those, any of those mediums for reaching out, uh, love to hear from you.
0: Awesome. Richard Grove folks from wall control. Richard, thanks again for coming on.
1: Yeah, John. Thanks a lot. We're excited. And thanks to business radio
0: X for having us, uh, looking forward to a fun year. Yeah. This will be a lot of fun hey folks just a quick reminder that if you want a new way to uh bring your team building to uh i guess a way that uh well avoids twisted ankles and broken arms uh my suggestion is ans culinary concepts yes you can stand around a stainless steel table seasoning meat and cutting vegetables and have a great team building experience and that's what the great folks over at AS Culinary Concepts offer. And they, yes, they've got a culinary studio and they do corporate catering and they do uh, let us cook for you meals too. So if you're interested in those kind of uh, uh, services, check them out. But go to AS Culinary or just give my friend Andrew Traub a call, 678 336 9196 to learn more and tell him that we sent you. And folks, just a quick reminder, you can find the past archive of all our shows northfultonbusinessradio.com is the website, but we're on all the major podcast apps. North Fulton Business Radio is a search term. We'd love it if you would uh, find the show and not just subscribe, but share it. Share it with others that uh, you think would be interested in uh, the products and services that we discuss uh, and the entrepreneurs that we discuss here on this, uh, on this show. We appreciate your support as always. So for my guest, Richard Grove, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.